Blog Talk Radio. everybody welcome to another edition of sports of the legend along with my co-host macaulay matthew i'm of course william ramo what's up mac how you doing hey man how's it going man i'd be lying to you if i said i felt good man after after I saw what i saw the meant to do just a few seconds ago man I, i'm gonna get into that man like I, you know, I, I want to thank you, Mac, for coming on, you know. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> yeah, no problem. I ain't shy, man. And, um, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you know, thank you for um, coming out, you know, showing your support. You know, on today's show, um, um, we're going to be talking about the Mets, um, their, how they've been doing uh, before and after this All-Star break against the Pirates. Uh, you know, Peter Alonso winning the all-star, the, um, you know, the back-to-back home run derbies. Um, we'll also talk about the NBA finals going on as we speak right now. Um, you know, we're going to get into that. Talk about a, a Rangers trade that happened with, you know, making a trade with the defending world champions, um, Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, we'll also, of course, talk about the NBA Finals with, with the Suns and Bucks and, um, you know, the Knicks rumors uh, surrounding, you know, their potential point guard of the future. And, uh, yes, um, and I guess we'll talk about, you know, the, what's the week of, you know, wrestling. And uh, they're going to have an upcoming uh, Money in the Bank tomorrow. Uh, you know, we'll, but of course, uh, if you want to see the Money in the Bank uh, preview, uh, please feel free to check out last week's episode where we gave a full review. I mean, I should say a full preview. I mean, we're not Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman gives spoiler alerts uh, before the event actually happens. But we gave a preview. But if you come back next week, same time, same place, we will give you the review then. But, uh, you know, most importantly, you know, we'd love to hear from you about any of these topics and more. Uh, That number is um, 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. So feel free to talk about any of these topics again. The floor is yours. but yeah, um, man, yeah. As be, before, we even got on the air. Um, well, yeah. Before I get to the, before I get to, you know, what's going on in the world of sports, uh, the world of, uh, you know, entertainment, uh, lost two, you know, icons of their various fields. You know, one is of course Bismarcky. You know the you know legendary um, you know rapper 
you know, since the 80s, you know, beatboxer extraordinaire. Um, DJ. You know, DJ, he just, unfortunately, he passed away. Um, I think he was 57, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then, uh, of course, in the wrestling world, uh, Mr. Wonderful Paul Or Orndorff uh, also passed away too after battling some health issues, you know, over the years. So, you know, my condolences uh, to to the families of both men. Um, you know, they'll definitely be missed, and their impact, you know, in the entertainment field will, you know, live forever. Yeah, no question. You know, two greats. Paul Orndorff had one of the great physiques, you know, in wrestling history. You know, uh, one of the legends of wrestling. Um, and he was, he was part of that golden era, you know, of that 80s wrestling, you know. So he'll, he'll, he'll be missed. And this marquee, you know, known as the clown prince of hip-hop, DJ, comedian, actor, rapper, Mm-hmm. Uh, he did it all, but uh, he's prominent for his song "Just a Friend," in which oh, yeah. I just played on my podcast. But right. you know, he, another legend I'll be missed. So uh, rest in peace to both. Yeah, definitely rest in peace. Uh, yeah, "Just a Friend" is is uh, uh, definitely my favorite song of his, um, and that's like the only song when you could think about in history that that you know, even if you sing it off key, you know, you you're not gonna mess it up because you know. It was just a you know iconic song, you know he just perfectly sang that song off key, you know it just highlighted the you know the pain he felt, you know finding that his girl wasn't uh, faithful to him, and you know basically, you know she's lying to him saying that you know the guy who you know who was on the other line of the phone was just a friend and you know he had his suspicions but he gave her the benefit of the doubt until, you know, well, you'll just, you would have to see the, the video. I mean, I'm sure a lot of you've seen it already, but in case that there's maybe a few people who haven't seen it then you know, you'll see what I'm talking about. But, um, yes, uh, rest in peace to both men for sure. Um, yes, but, uh, you know, moving on, um, yeah, uh, you know, I thought, you know, I would have been talking about, you know, Peter Alonzo's, uh, you know, in- incredible um, performance at the the money. I mean, uh, at the um, you know, the the um, you know, the home run derby, which I, I guess I'll get into that. But yeah, unfortunately, before I get into that, um, I gotta. Man, I gotta talk about the the Mets how they're how how they've been playing against the Pirates the, be, just before the All Star break and then right after the All Star break. I mean, um, it, it's it's just embarrassing. You know, they they split the series. They had a they had a um a huge lead. I can't remember how, how big the lead was. They, yeah, they were five nothing, five nothing in that game Sunday 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 afternoon. Or was it Sunday night? I can't even remember. Sunday they had the lead, five nothing lead. They blew that game and lost it at home to the um to um what was it to um even the series with them two two and two instead of finishing the All Star break 
with a 3-1, you know, record against the Pirates. They split the series 2-2. Then um, yesterday, uh, Strowman, you know, he he pitched an okay game. He gave up two runs. He had an infamous um, verbal altercation with – not Nogsmith, I forgot how you pronounce the guy's name. Let me let me see. Um, how you pronounce the guy's name? I think. He, and I mean this is this 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 loss, man. They lost that game yesterday. Put off. They had a six nothing lead. J D Davis hit two two run home runs, and then they just let the, they just let the game slip away. They just let the game slip away, and Diaz just spit the bit, man. Like two, 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 two um games in a row, he just blow blew it. I mean, it just shows you can't trust this guy, man. Just when you think you can trust a guy, he just he just blows it. Like who does who does Diaz think he is? Chapman? <laughs> I guess so, man. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just. Uh, and it and it happened just before we, you know, I got on the air. You know, it's just it's just disgusting, downright disgusting. You just give up. A, you know, they had a one run lead. Um, Nimmo, who who rarely homers, hits a home run to get put the, put an insurance run, because made didn't pitch good the other the the eighth inning either. And that's and this bullpen man, this bullpen is so so shaky. And, and what's his name? Rojas, man. It's just like he, he just has an itchy finger to, to, like, go into this bullpen so early. I mean, not in this instance, it wasn't so early because the guy, Miguel, he, you know, he pitched um, six six good innings, scoreless innings, might I add, you know. And then, of course, the um, the guy at Blankenhorn, he, he knocks in what, you know, would have been, what was it, the, the sixth run, which – you know, obviously, when you have a six nothing lead, you would have thought it would have been more than enough. But in this bullpen, man, once this bullpen comes, it's it's just it's scary, and it's not scary in a good way. I mean, you think Diaz, who was great, who was dominant with the um with with the the Mariners, you know, he would he and he pitched good for the most part in the first half until you know. He had a couple of blown saves towards the end, and of course, not to mention him in in non-save situation. How he he just stinks, but Rojas just keeps putting him in these situations where they where, where you know in a non-save situation where he blows the game. I mean that wasn't the case here because um, obviously it was a safe situation, but he just loaded up all the bases and gives up a two-out two grand slam. I mean, it's it's just it's frustrating. This team is a pretender. I'm sorry, man. I love the Mets. Wow. I've been a Mets, I've been a Mets fan. Wow. I, I know I'm. I know I'm. I'm over. I know this seems like an overreaction, but the way how they're playing against the Pirates, the Pirates. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what's his name? Um, but the Pirates. The Pirates good this year. No, they're not. They're, they're bottom. They're, not? they're bottom. Um. They're they're um bottom bottom dwellers in in, in oh cellar dwellers man like it, they're they're not good this year. 
Barry Bonds is better, better than past years, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't, like, back in the day, this isn't Willie Stargell's We Are Family. And they, they just, they they just kick our butts, man. Like, this is embarrassing. It's, it's like, so embarrassing. They, they might even sell some of their players to us in the in this, in before the trading deadline. And it's, it's just embarrassing. Not I'm, Fernando Tatis. No, no, no. Fernando Tatis is in the Padres. Oh yeah, yeah, right. right. I I was thinking Padres instead of Pirates for some reason. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. but you could say the Pir- the 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 Pirates are Padres number two because the, they they they've been our daddies the, the this 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 what this week or so. Like I mean, come on, man. This is this is a joke. No wonder there's rumors that the the other teams in our division don't take us seriously. Because you would have thought Braves would have been out of the the, the, the uh, would have been would have been sellers because Acuna Acuna Junior is out for the rest of the year and that's a you know messed up situation for the for the Braves you know so you know well, what were you gonna say I'm watching the highlight of uh, Diaz giving a home run that's not a highlight that's not a highlight that's a low light unless if you're a Pirate or a Yankee fan oh yes I forgot you are a Yankee fan well so it is a highlight well well here's the thing. I, I'm watching the clip of it, and he points up. He thinks it's a pop-up. Yeah, man, he, he did his best Hanso Robles impression because Hanso, Hanso Robles, before he, he became, I guess, a decent closer, I think, with the Angels or so, every time when there's, he, when there's a ball in the air, he points up like if it's a pop-up, and then it goes right out of the ballpark. <laughs> he, he, pulled, he, pulled his, he pulled his teammates' impression of his, his former teammates. Council Robles pointing up in the air like it's a like it's a routine pop up in the in the infield and then the ball goes out of the ballpark. Oh, Are you shit. kidding me? You blow a six nothing lead to the stupid Pirates. No offense to the Pirates and their fans, but the team this team you're supposed to be a championship caliber team and you just blow you blow a game like this. Come on, come on, and you know what? Fine, you know what? I'll tip my I'll tip my cap to the Pirates because at least even though they're they're, they're you know they they have a horrible record, they're not laying down. Like I've been saying about them as for all for all these years, it don't matter how good or bad the the teams are. When they face the Mets, they see that NY on on the on the on the hat in the jersey. They they get up for them, and that's why they blew the division in 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 '07, and in '08. Meet the Mets. To the Marlins and the Nationals, and, and they're doing it again. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, this is a wake-up call. This is a wake-up call, call. They can't just throw their hat on the field and think they're going to they're gonna win, this, win this, the, the, this division without doing anything. They had blew a 6 nothing lead. And in the, the, the last game of, the, season, uh, of the, the first half, they blew a 5 nothing lead to the same team. Like, come on. It's frustrating. I'm tired of, of seeing all my teams lose, man. They need to get the act together. The, the, the Mets need to get the act together. The trading deadline is coming up in what? Uh, in the, the 30th. And this, this horrible loss is, is ruining the whole positive vibe of this team. You know what I'm saying? They, they're, they're holding on to the division by, by, the, by, the, by the hair on their chinny-chin-chin. Debrom is hurt. You know he has he has a forearm issue. He was supposed to pitch tomorrow, but we don't know when he's going to pitch. You got 
Lindor injured. He 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 um has an oblique a, a oblique problem that he had running out yesterday's game. So he's gonna be gone for weeks, weeks, tearing his oblique. Now the season is bleak for the New York Mets because it, because they're not they're not playing to the. I mean, he's still the, in first. Yeah, we're in first place, but we we we're just letting the lead just get chipped away, chipped away little by little. They should have been up by like eight games if they were if they were playing the way they should have lately. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's it, it's it's frustrating. Nationals are playing better. Yeah, that's that's my whole point. Schwaber, before he got hurt, he was he was carrying that team, and I saw it firsthand. This guy hit like like four or five home runs against the Mets in 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 a, in a um in the recent series we played against them. You know, I mean, these teams are not going away. The Phillies are not going away. The Pirates are not going – not the Pirates. Well, I mean, obviously, the Pirates are not in our division anymore. But, I mean, they're they're taking it to us, man. It's 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 it's, it's not even funny. Like, the, the Phillies are still in it. The Braves are still in it. The Nationals are still in it. Like, it's not a joke, man. The Marlins might even think they have a chance to have Derek Jeter come out of retirement and whoop our behinds, too. Hey, you never At know. At this rate. At this rate, you never like, know. Come on. <laughs> I mean, but but seriously, it's 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 embarrassing. Come on, like what are, what are they doing? They want the whole vibe, positive vibe of this team that we we've had all year, uh, of you know, um, the, the 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 bench mob, you know, consisting of uh, Peraza. Um, Billy McKinney, who they unfortunately just recently um, designated for assignment. Um, VR. Uh, I'm trying to think of other players off the team, the, the team that they had that um, that was producing. You know, Guillaume, all these, all these other guys who was producing, who, who's been producing for the team. And now that w- when just when they looked like they were going to get the full lineup back, then the injury struck again, and they can't. They, they, it's like if the offense isn't doing well, the 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 um the bullpen isn't doing good. If the bullpen is doing good, then the offense can't score any runs for them. It's just, I mean, it's frustrating. And yes, we're we're in the lead. We're in the lead. We're in the lead. Yes, by like I don't know three or two two or three games. I I have to I'd have to double check to see what the what the standings are right now. But it's it's not looking good. You know, these other teams are not going away. They don't take us seriously. They they, re- they really need to get their act together. I don't know if they're going to be able to do a, a Bryant trade. The Jose Barrios trade looks like it's going to be – it's um, most likely not going to happen because they have a, a year of um, – the, the Twins have a year of uh, control for him. So there's no rush for them to trade them. But then again, it could be a ploy by the, you know, the twins to, to try to, um, st- you know, stir the Mets to offer up more, you know, to make the Mets be in a, a desperation mode. So you think there's a chance that Mets might not make the playoffs? Yes, there, there's a chance. Because the, their, their only chance of making the playoffs is winning the division. The West is dominating all the wild card spots and the, the division. So, oh yeah, that's for sure. I, so I definitely they, agree with you that the 
wild card spots are probably going to come from the nas- the West. Yeah, it's 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 National League East division or or bust. Yeah, I mean, come on, they they have to win this division. They cannot let the Braves win up for what a fourth or fifth straight year in a row, and they don't even have Acuna. Come on, like come, it's just ridiculous. It's I don't I don't even know what to say. I'm I'm just speechless. I mean, you know I'm thinking this is gonna be a good vibe. You know, they're they're leading the division. You know, Alonzo he put on a show at the All Star break. Um, you know, everybody was looking forward to seeing him facing Otani, you know, the, the star pitcher slash slugger from the angels. And, you know, um, you know, we never got that matchup because, um, he got upset by, um, by, um, by Soto, Juan Soto, obviously from the nationals. And, um, yeah, they, they had an epic, um, battle, you know, but, you know, um, Soto at that very end of that sudden death thing, you know, he, he, he hit, you know, he hit, you know, three home runs in his, in his, on all three of his opportunities. Whereas, you know, Otani, he was getting tired, you know, um, and you, you would think so because obviously this guy, you know, he's been great pitch. He's, he's been a great pitcher and a slugger, you know, that's going to take a toll on you. So, yeah. Um, so you know, um, you know, Alonzo, you know, defeated Soto. Um, then I, I'm trying to think, who did he defeat before Mancini? Oh yeah, it was uh, Tr- Trevor Story, a guy who who's been rumored to um, to even be traded to the Mets, even as a, a third baseman. Which, I mean, I I think that I don't think that's gonna happen. As a rental, but I don't, I don't, I don't see that happening myself. And then afterwards, um, he defeated um, Trey Mancini, you know, from the, um, I think the Orioles. So, you know, congrats to um, to Pete, the polar bear, and and Dave Jouse, you know, being a a, a wonderful, um, you know, he he pitched well in that bullpen, you know, for the the, the home run derby. And this was his. This was the last time he was, uh, you know, um, in a home run derby since he was um, throwing to uh, Nomar Garcia Para. I think that was in '99. So, you know, congrats to Pete Alonso and uh, you know uh, Dave Jouse for their performance. And then, uh, and then the All Star game, you know, obviously Degrom didn't pitch, rightfully so he didn't pitch. Uh, you know, battling injuries, you know, pitching in Colorado, you know, isn't the best experience for a pitcher anyway. And, and oh snap! Uh, what are you gonna say? Oh snap! No, I just Giannis. So I'm watching the Bucks Suns game, and the the Suns are down one with 27 mm-hmm. seconds left. Um, yeah, Booker has that. the ball, and he gets the ball stripped by um, by Drew Holiday, and then mm-hmm. they come down the court, and he lobs it to Giannis, who slams the alley hoop and gets fouled in the process, putting the Bucks mm-hmm. up by three. So it looks like Bucks are gonna hold on. Right now, they're up three with over 13 seconds left in the fourth quarter. 
Yeah, Bucks are not playing. Ooh, yeah, that, boy. Oh, that Bucks got it back again. Wow. Man, Giannis is going to be MVP if they win this uh, I mean, mm. championship. He had, that 40, he, he had that ba- those back-to-back 40-point games. I mean, without him in this series, Bucks pro- probably don't have a shot. Mm-hmm. And Bucks, yeah. you know, for the last several years, they've been, like, getting close to the NBA yeah, Finals. Yeah. 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 Till now. Yep. So this year might be their year. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Milton with, uh, you know, so far 28 points. As he tries to tack on one, yep, he, he hits the, the, you know, the free throw. And um, yeah, this this game looks like it's on ice for the for the Bucks. The Bucks look like they're gonna go, barring a miracle, they're going to go up three two in this NBA Finals and go to Phoenix and um, get their first title since seventy um, one. Yep. When Kareem, Ab- Kareem Abdul Jabbar uh, was still known as Lou Alcindor. Back in those days, so it's a great time to be a Bucks fan right now. Oh yeah, no question. Looks like the Bucks stops here for the Suns. Well, at least for tonight. Yeah. So yeah, Suns. Suns got a. Suns got a. Um. Obviously, the game isn't officially over, but Suns are gonna have to use their home home court advantage to try to get this get this series. Especially force it to game seven. Yeah, we'll keep you we'll keep you posted on that. Um and then of course with the Yankees, uh, you know, they've had they've had the the cold Yankees and the Red Sox they've had, you know, COVID scare some some of their players have had it and quarantine and uh you know they lost that um four nothing game but um w- what's your thoughts on the state of the Yankees uh right now Yeah the Yankees they had uh, six players test positive for COVID so right now you have Aaron Judge, Joe Ochoa, uh Kyle Higashioka uh, Jonathan Luiza, Nestor Cortez Jr., and uh, Wendy Peralta. They're in the COVID-19 protocol right now. So, yeah, Yankees are uh, missing those players, and right now they're playing with some uh, players that they called up from the minors. Um, they're up right now. It looks like 3-1, to one, top of the seventh inning, even though right now there's a rain delay currently. But um, Sanchez and... Torres, they both hit home runs in this game, and Cole has 11 strikeouts so far, only top of the seventh. So it looks like uh, Yankees, if they can hold on, they'll win this game. Um, after yesterday's loss to the Red Sox, the Red Sox are 7-0 and against the Yankees this season. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, that's, that's the third time the Red Sox have started a series against the Yankees 7 and nothing in wins. So, Hopefully, Yankees can get the win tonight and maybe uh, get the win tomorrow to win the series. But 
this Yankee offense, you know, it's been poor all season long, up and down. And even like the Red Sox broadcaster said yesterday, he said uh, the Yankee offense has been horrible. If George Steinbrenner was still alive, he would fire both Cashman and Boone. They would they would have already been gone. Mm-hmm. No question about that. That's what I, that's what I miss about Steinbrenner. He was like the ultimate owner. Mm-hmm. You know, he went yeah. out, got got players that uh, the fans wanted. You know, he he. It was a win or win or or uh, no, not win, not win or go home, but win or get fired type policy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's my point. You know, if you don't win, you're gonna get a pink slip and go home. Yeah, and you know that's like at any job. You know, if you don't do your job well, expect it. There's gonna be consequences. You know, mm-hmm. and George instilled that in these players and managers that you guys better go out there and win, or you, you know, your 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 job might be on the lines. And at any job, you got to make sure you know you're successful. Or else, you know, there's always someone else that's uh, under you that's going to take your position. But, you know, this team right all season long, it's just been so inconsistent. You know, and, I mean, they're still battling for a, a playoff spot right now. But I don't know, man. I don't know how far they can go even if they make it to the playoffs. I just don't get that feeling that they can go far this year. You know, I, I don't have that feeling this year for some reason. Yeah, I hear you. You don't see kind that. Like, kind of like you do with the Mets, I guess. Yeah. You know, they're not a, cha- they're not a championship caliber team. Or at least they're not playing like it right now. Yeah, I mean, my, my emotions with the Mets, it's been up and down, you know, like, you know, because there's a bunch of ifs. It's like, you know, if the guys can stay healthy, the offense can stay healthy and be consistent and then of course you know the the pitchers pitch up to what they're what they've been doing so far you know they they have a shot but it's like they've been so the offense is the offense is like the main culprit like they don't they don't really um they don't really score that many runs i mean they did today but uh but the bullpen let it go it's like you can't trust Diaz, you know what I'm saying? And now you guys are are going through it. The same thing with with uh, with Chapman. Like these guys, man, they guys, they they're just so shaky. I mean, I know everybody can't be Mariano Rivera, but I mean, like, like I mean, come on. Like, I mean, these days, I mean, and and I, and honestly, you don't get many Mariano Riveras or. Trevor Hoffman's, you know, you don't get guys like that, you know. They're one of one in a dozen, you know. Dude, even Trevor Hoffman was shaky. Trevor Hoffman was shaky in in the playoffs. I mean, you you saw that firsthand in the the the, the World Series, the '98 World Series, and and yeah. the, the All Star games and stuff like that. Even he was even he was shaky. I mean, obviously the guy had like what 600 saves or or so, but yeah. even he was shaky too, like. I mean, trust me, being a closer is an extremely difficult job. It's like being an umpire. You know, if, if people know your name, you know, then you're not really you're not really doing your job, really. I mean, you're supposed to you're supposed to just do your job and not be noticed, really. Yeah. But 
but yeah, I mean, if if people are talking about closure, most chances are not. Um, it's not a good thing. So. Yeah. And then I mean, you got Ch- Chapman. He he won. Yeah, he's a champion. He's a world champion. He won the title, but the, the game seven against the, the um the Indians, he blew that game. If Joe Bush and the and the Austin didn't save his his bacon, he wouldn't he wouldn't have any titles either. Well, you know Chapman this year, you know, it's it, it's been an ugly season. It's been very ugly, uh, you know. It's, he's been very inconsistent. I mean, he's been—I haven't seen him pitch this poorly ever. You know, you know his numbers. If you look at his numbers, his numbers are not that bad. But still, well, yeah, of course, yeah. he's given up. He's still given up a lot of. There's been a lot of games this year where he's given up lone saves. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, man. And he started it's, off strong. Yeah, yeah, he started off strong, but lately it's like he's—he's he, been horrible. So I don't know what they do with him going forward. But yeah, I mean the closer. I mean I know the closer job is a hard job to begin with, you know. But you know, like I said, you don't get many great closers. You know, there aren't many great closers in the game uh, to begin with. So just have to pretty much uh, take what you've been dealt with. You know, Diaz. The the Mets must struggle with Diaz. Mhm. So they're gonna have to. I know there's, I know there's rumors that you know if they if they do try to, if they do successfully get uh, Chris Bryant, uh, Kimball might be part of that deal too, allegedly. But I don't see any of these guys coming to be one of each other's setup men. You know what I mean? Like either sharing the load or one of these guys are gonna have to suck it up and be a, a setup man because Diaz Diaz as a, in non-safe situation is horrible so that wouldn't be an ideal spot for him anyway and Kimball I mean he's one of the best closers in the game I don't think he he obviously wouldn't want to come in a situation where he you know he's a setup guy I mean that's why uh, Brad Hand didn't sign with the Nationals and not the Mets because the Nationals guaranteed him a spot But yeah, but uh, shifting gears, uh, yeah, it is official. Um, the Bucks win by the final score of one twenty-three to one nineteen. So the Bucks are one win away from winning their second ever championship, and now the Suns have to win Game Six and Game Seven back to back in order for them to. Uh, Win their first ever championship. Yes, yeah, I think the Bucks got this series wrapped up. And yeah. I, and I can't wait to speak, speak to my friend because he'll lose one hundred fifty dollars. Mhm. So yeah, they're gonna have to. Yeah, they're gonna um. Yeah, so books have a chance to um, wrap it up at home, you know, this Tuesday night. So yeah, this this is a this is a must win for both teams when you think about it. Bucks, you know, they don't want to blow this blow the three two lead and go to Phoenix and 
lose that lose the, the the advantage and the momentum and then you you know you got the suns obviously they're they're in a do or die situation they gotta win this series they gotta tie up this series in order to force force you know uh, a game seven in phoenix so yeah man this this has been an exciting series for for sure oh yeah no question about it so yeah so some are uh, Suns are going to try to win game, you know, game uh, six on the road in, in uh, Milwaukee, and um, on Tuesday night. And then, if there is a game seven, that's going to be on Thursday night in Phoenix. So we'll definitely uh, give you our thoughts on what's going to go down with that. So. Yeah, game six is definitely going to be a must-watch game for sure. Oh, yeah, no question. And, um, yeah, props to Giannis, 32 points, nine uh, rebounds, six assists. And then you got um, Middleton stepping up as well, 29-7 and as well. And then Drew Holiday, you know, can't forget about his contribution. I mean, you know, he had 27 points and and 13 assists, and he made every assist count because um, yeah, now the now the Bucks are one win away, one win away from the title, and um, you know, you gotta feel bad on the other side. You gotta feel bad on the Sun side. You got Devin Booker scoring 40 points, Chris Paul 21 and 11. But uh, and then a, and then a, a double double for for Aiton, you know, twenty and ten as well. You know, both both got both teams. You know, they, you know, they they they're really playing their heart out. You know, they they're putting it out on the floor, and um, you know, unfortunately, they gotta be a winner. So, yeah, we'll know by Thursday night, maybe even as early as Tuesday night, who the winner is, who is the next world champion of basketball. And um yeah, this this goes back to the Knicks, you know, cuz obviously there's rumors that uh Knicks might, you know, trade for for um for Paul or Paul might even opt out. Um you know, of course, Damian Lillard, there's been rumors that he might he might demand a trade to the Knicks. Knicks might be on top of his priority. I mean, he, you know, he denies that he he said anything. If he said anything, he would make it public. And then you got the rumor that was really buzzing uh, this past week was uh, the trade for um, Colin Sexton. And of course, you got Lonzo Ball, who's a free agent. Kyrie, uh, Kyle Lowry. As a free and also, I, I, I what's that song? I want sex then. Remember that song? Was, no, was that this song? You don't remember that song? I, I don't. I think it was I want sex and, and it's a. It, it was some type of R and B or rock song. I think. You don't remember that? Um, what, what is this from the eighties or nineties? I think it was from the eighties. I I'm gonna have to find it. Was it was it George Michael that sang it? I don't know if it was George Michael. I but... know I want your I want your sex song. 
Well, I want sex and yeah. I used to hear it all the time in those music infomercials. Mm. I probably have heard of it. I did just not ringing a bell. But the point I'm trying to make is, I want Sexton. You know, I want him to be mm. on the Knicks because this guy, he's a he could be a very good fit here in New York. He's a blue chipper, and he plays defense too. So mm-hmm. he'd be an excellent fit. Yeah, I hear you, man. He he'd be great. I mean, I think I I agree with you. I think they should they should get, definitely get him for sure. Sexton for sure. I mean, he, he's young. I mean, he has all the potential. He could he could score. He he plays defense, and you know he can only get better and better. You know. I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, I'd love to have Damian Lillard. But the good thing about Sexton, he's a young guy. He's a guy who could grow with this with this uh, young offense. And he he reportedly won't cost you as much as going after these veteran guys like, um, you know, Damian Lillard. Uh, Paul, he's expected to opt out, but I don't think they're going to let Paul go, and I don't think Paul's going to leave his situation in Suns. I mean, he's just close to winning a title. I don't think he's going to leave. Um, so, yeah, that's yeah, that's what I think. So, yeah, I mean, as long as you get any of those guys, I mean, I'm good. Because at the end of the day, I just I just want the Knicks to end this, this drought, man. I mean, the Knicks, man, they – like, they haven't won since two years after the Bucks won their last title. So, I mean, come on. It's been a while. It's been a long time. And the Bucks are going to win win on their 50th anniversary, when you think about it. Yeah, you know, it's, so, it's looking like that. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I'm just, whatever, I mean, whatever point guard is going to help us win the title, I'm all for it. Let's just get it done. But yeah, um speaking of titles, um congrats to the Rangers. Uh they they made a a move uh you know earlier today. They acquired uh Barkley Goodrow. He's from the, the Tampa Bay uh Lightning. He's a forward. Uh, you know, he won uh he won two championships on on the back-to-back championship uh, Tampa Bay Lightning teams. And, uh, you know, he's hoping to pull a Messi and, and help the, the Rangers uh, win, a, win a title. And and him winning third, a third straight championship. So all things go well. Under the new um, manager, uh, Gerard Gallant. So we'll see what happens. You found the song you were looking for? Uh, no, I haven't found it yet. Uh, that's what I heard. Um, let me see. So, uh, you know, good luck with Goodrow and the Rangers. And I think they they also made another trade also earlier that that they also. Oh yeah, I think I found it now. You want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. It, this is gonna this is gonna remind you. Yeah, I 
Does that ring a bell now? Yeah, I think it's called Sex and Candy. Yeah, that's like exactly. Marcy Playground, yeah. That's the, that's the song. Yeah, I heard it in a, a 90s uh, playlist thing that I heard it. Yeah, that's ago. what I just, that's what I said earlier. I, I, I heard, I've I've heard it in those infomercial, uh, those music infomercials, whenever they sell those uh, those mixed collections, those mm-hmm. music mix. And I remember it. So when you brought up Sexton's name, I was trying to remember, <laughs> I, that, that, that brought me back to that song. Maybe that might be the theme song when it comes out. Hey, that would be perfect. That would be perfect theme song. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, the the Rangers also um, uh, got um, you know uh, defenseman Nick DeSimone and the uh, and the fourth round pick uh, from the from the Vegas um, Golden Knights. So the Rangers are making some moves here. Um, let me see what else. Going on here. Um, yeah. Um, tomorrow is the um, the um, you know, the Money in the Bank pay per view event. But yeah, we already gave our um, our picks. So, in case you guys want to, you know, guess what our picks are. You can always, if you haven't checked out last week's episode, you can also check that out. But yeah, today this week this week on, you know, WWE, SmackDown, they finally had a their audience had had the WWE universe in attendance. You know, you have Vince McMahon, you know, kicking off the show saying, "Where you guys been?" And then um, uh, Bianca Belair, she successfully um, hosted. I mean, defended her title for the first time in front of the WWE Universe. Um, trying to remember what else happened. Cesaro, he um, he won by disqualification because uh, Chad Gable attacked him when he was fighting Otis. Um, I'm trying to think what else happened in that... Um, Oh yeah, Finn Balor. He made his he made his return to WWE after being in uh, NXT. I think since last year or so. Um, he he um, you know he attacked um, Sami Zayn. Um, Seth Rollins defeated Big E. You know, um, so he can build on the momentum for. Uh, you know, tomorrow's uh, Money in the Bank match. Uh, I'm trying to think what else happened. I missed SmackDown uh, yesterday. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, you did go out, right. Um, I'm trying to think what else happened. I can't really think of anything else major to happen on SmackDown. But on Raw, um, Bobby Lashley lost to Xavier Woods again. Um, 
but my problem with that with with I don't have a problem with Lashley losing, but he just hit the spear, and for um, Xavier Woods to have enough energy to hold him in a schoolboy to get the unlikeliest of pins, I don't know that that should have been that was to me that was bad writing and execution by WWE. If if you're gonna have him beat him by a pinfall, you should have you shouldn't have made him get the spear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um and then, you know, Bobby Lashley at the end of the show, he was PO'd about his loss and you know, he's you know, he's just gonna be about winning. He's not gonna have, you know, the Lashley ladies anymore. Uh he's not gonna be celebrating all he that. He thought stuff. he was gonna attack M V P. Yeah, I thought he was gonna attack M V P for real 'cause he was really he was really PO'd uh after that um after that loss. But it's a good thing he didn't break up the hurt business again for good. Um trying to think what else happened on Raw. Um well, yeah, on SmackDown they had uh Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart defeat uh the tag team champions um Natalia and um and Tamina, but back to Raw. Um, oh yeah, yeah. At the end of at the end of uh, at the end of SmackDown, um, Edge put Roman Reigns in that that cross face with the chair in his mouth to make him tap out. Because they had a they had a six man tag team. It was Roman and his cousins versus Edge and the Mysterios. In that match, um, but um, yeah, I'm trying to think what happened on um, Raw. What else happened on Raw? Yeah, I'm drawing a blink. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember <laughs> what happened on Raw either. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You. You know, Nikki. Nikki Cross is now Nikki Ash now. Yeah, she's a superhero. Yeah, supposedly the the Ash is almost superhero, which I think is dumb. They, I mean, they didn't have to change her name. She's have been Nikki Cross Ash. Like, come on. Um. Yeah, I can't even remember what happened. Um. Let me see what happened on SmackDown. No, yeah, we, we yeah I spoke about SmackDown. Oh yeah, you spoke about SmackDown, right? Right. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what happened on NXT and uh, AEW. NXT, they had um, they had um, what's his name? Uh, Karrion Cross. He successfully de- defended his title against um, Johnny Gargano, and then after the match, you know um. Samoa Joe was the special guest referee. And Samoa Joe, he's the enforcer of NXT ever since he returned to NXT a few weeks ago after WWE released him. Um, Triple H, you know, did everything in his power to convince Samoa Joe to, to return to NXT. So as a result, Samoa Joe is the enforcer to uh, Real, William Regal. Who was about to um, storyline wise? 
So um, after the match was over, after um, Cross uh, defended his title, he put he put um, uh, Samoa Joe in a in a submission move. Um, I forgot. I, I think he called it a straight jacket or something. It's basically similar to the coaching the coquina clutch that um, Samoa Joe does. So he so he provoked him because Samoa Joe rules. Um, William Regal has a rule for Samoa Joe that he cannot attack Samoa. He Samoa Joe cannot fight anybody unless he's provoked. So now that he got attacked by um, by um, Cross, now this looks like uh, Samoa Joe is gonna gonna come out of retirement to get his revenge. Wow. Um, I'm trying to think what else happened. Um, in NXT. Um, Cameron Grimes, he he lost the the match, the in in your house match. So now he's um, L.A. Knight's, the new Million Dollar Man's butler now. So now his worst enemy, he's working for his his worst enemy now. Um, yeah, I can't even think of anything else. Oh, um, Zia Lee, she challenged um, Cal Gonzalez um, for for the woman, the NXT Women's Title. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else on NXT. AEW, um, MJF, and um, Sean Spears, formerly known as Ty Dillinger, they attacked Jericho while he was cutting a promo um, about, you know, Hercules 12 labor because basically Jericho has to get past five different people of MJF's choosing plus any stipulation of his choosing so that he can have a shot to face MJF. So basically, um, Sean Spears attacked Jericho with the chair. MJF announced that this upcoming week, Fighter Fest uh, Part 2, um, Jericho's going to go one-on-one against Spears. But the difference is, the stipulation is that Spears can use a chair, but Jericho can't. Um, so if Jericho can win, Jericho can win that match, which I think he will. He will um, fight various different types of matches to get the opportunity to get his revenge on um, MJF. Um, let's see what else happened. Um, um, Moxley he defended his um, his IGP uh, W um, wrestling um, match uh, the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship belt against Carl Anderson Ricky Starks uh, with the help of Taz's son Hook and Powerhouse Hobbs they pulled a screw job on Brian Cage and now Ricky Starks is the new FDW world champion, even though they were all in the same group, but Brian Cage looked like he's breaking away from them, so they screwed him from the FDW title. The title um, to have an ECW in the 90s. Uh, Christian Cage defeated Matt Hardy. 
Semi Guevara defeated Wheeler Utah. Um, Yuka Sazaki defeats Penelope Ford. And last but not least, Darby Allen defeated Ethan Page in a coffin match. And the, to end the match, Darby Allen hit his finishing move, the coffin drop, through the coffin with Ethan Page in it, locked inside of it. I don't know if you're familiar with the coffin drop. Coffin drop is like a, um, you know, like how people do a trust fall, like they just fall, they fall backwards. Mm-hmm. And, and hope someone catches them. Yeah. Basically, he does it off the um off the top of the turnbuckle. He falls backward. He falls like he does like a trust fall, and his his back falls onto the opponent. Oh. And lands on the opponent. Shotzi Blackheart has a similar move uh, from NXT, and now she's in SmackDown now. So basically, he did the coffin drop. Off the top rope through a, through the through the coffin to end the after the match was over. So that was night one of Fighter Fest, the special event they had at a at AEW night um, Dynamite. Um, by the way, they're gonna have a, a new show Rampage on Friday nights. And uh, night two coming up this one this Wednesday. You're gonna have Dr. Britt Breaker, DMD, facing on off against the uh, um, Nyla Rose uh, for the AEW uh, Women's World Championship. Then you're gonna have a Texas Death Match for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. John Moxley is gonna be defending against Lance Archer with uh, his manager, Jake the Snake Roberts, in his corner. Then Jericho is going to be battling against Sean Spears, which I think, uh, you know, Jericho is going to win that one. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, let me give some, let me give my, my, um, my predictions. Dr. Britt Baker is going to retain against Nyla Rose. John Oxley is going to, um, hmm. Will he lose to Lance Archer? That's a that's an interesting. I think Lance Archer hasn't really won anything in AEW yet. Hmm. That's a. I think John Moxley's gonna hold on to it. He's gonna retain against Archer. Jericho will defeat Spears in a chairs match, but remember, Sean Spears can use a chair, but Jericho can't. So you could I guess you could say it's a semi chairs match. Orange Cassidy is gonna go is gonna defeat the Blade, and then you have the Elite, the five on five tag tag team match, elimination match. You got the Elite reform Kenny Omega, Matt Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, and the Good Brothers, Doc and Gallo, Doc Gallows and Anderson, Carl Anderson, versus Adam Page and the Dark Order, which has Evil Uno. Stu Grayson, Alex Reynolds, and John Silver. Um, hmm. Let's see. If Page and Dark Order wins, he and two members of the Dark Order will receive matches for both the AEW World Championship and the AEW World Tag Team Championships, respectively. So, yeah, definitely 
with that on the line, definitely um, uh, Paige, Paige in the Dark Order is going to win because, yeah, they've been perfectly setting up Paige versus Omega. You know, they were former tag team champions in the elite. I think it's a, it would be a beautiful story told. Uh, Hangman Page, you know, he, he you know, he was, uh, you know, he left the group, uh, the, the elite, battling his um, alcohol problems that he had, and um, now he's gonna, now he's focused and he's gonna try to win, win the the AEW Championship against his former tag team partner, uh, in Kenny Omega. So yeah, I think Page in, in the Dark Order. You know, Brody Lee, the late Brody Lee's group. You know, they're they're gonna get that victory. Anything you'd like to say, Matt, before we head out? Uh, no, I just uh, check out my podcast, check your local listings for IMAX, and uh, just come back here next week. Check out Sports Over Legend, only on Box Talk Radio. You heard the guy, you know, check out Mac's um, podcast, iMac, and check out my YouTube channel, Sports Urban Legend TV, and also come back next Saturday and check out um, Sports Urban Legend uh, with me, William Rammel, and McCauley Matthew. And, of course, we'll be back um, Saturdays at 11 on Black Talk Radio. So um, thank you again, ladies and gentlemen, for checking out this episode. We really appreciate you um, spending your, um, your, your, your Saturday night slash early Saturday, very extremely early Saturday morning with us. Or I should say Sunday morning with us, because now it's Sunday course we'll give you the the review of the money in the bank match again if you want to check out my my review what me and mac thought check out last week's episode um again want to thank you mac for coming on and i want to thank you all ladies and gentlemen for checking out this show and we will see you next week peace with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.